Oh my god, your poor dad. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. I could still hear yours. Yeah. I didn't do it this time. It was like you. <gasps> was it? Yes. Ooh. Because I made a very conscious effort to keep my mouth open. See? See? I could hear. That was no, you. That was you. Oh, it is you. Gross. I hope nobody. Okay. Dude. Fuck you. Dude. Okay. Dude. Dude. Um, that is funny, though, because I heard it again. Anyway, this is our second time recording. We're, um, the morale is low today. Just to let you know. I'm great. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Okay. Um, I'm still working myself out of this. I was in Orange County all weekend and I was binge drinking and sleeping on couches and like not sleeping. And so I feel like the older I get, the bigger like the dopamine, like when I have like a very good weekend, it like I crash at the end of it because it sucks your will to live. No, it's like doing drugs. It's like it's the it takes all the dopamine out and then I think since I'm so old, I don't have that much dopamine regulation left. Yeah. So then it just cuts the will to live. Oh, no. It's just depleting and it's never going to be renewed. Well, I think it's just like you have to balance shit out better the older you get. Never have fun again? No, you can have fun, but it's just like, uh, take it down and up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can't have the same amount of fun like you could in your 20s. Yeah. And I think it's just like I'm at this stage in life where... I'm in my early 30s. Well, I'm almost in my mid 30s. And I think a lot of my friends are in like such different places of life. And it's just like, I'm like, okay, I'm working as if I'm going to be alone forever. And it's that's a lot of pressure. I'm like, how am I going to buy a house for me and Hank? How am I going to provide uh. for my family? Like, I've got a lot of things I need to do and I have to hustle to get them done. And there's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. But we're working on it every day. We're getting better and better. You know, you know, that is crazy how much a dual income helps. It really does help so much. And it's like it is stressful. A lot of things are stressful in life, obviously. But like a dual income could solve a lot of problems. And I know because I used to have a dual income. Yeah. 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 Me too. So, But um, I'm working on like my outlook on things. I'm reading this book, Ob- Obstacles the Way. I just read. I just finished Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. So if you guys have any good books like that, I've been doing that every morning to kind of center myself, and I really like it. That's great. Yeah. We now have one of our fourth chair of this in the living room right by the light. It's the reading chair, and I think I'm finally going to start reading. Oh, nice. Well, Maybe. Let me just tell you, I'm not, when I say reading, I mean listening to an audible. That counts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you could do your hot girl walks and listen to an audible. That I actually could do. Yeah, I could do that. It's the same thing, but it it is better to read a book. I feel like you do retain information better, but like I just can't get myself to like read a self-improvement book before bed. Well, the thing is, is I don't think I actually retain more from reading because reading comprehension was never my strong suit. Okay, well, that's why we make audibles. But it does relax me and calm me down before bed so that's i need to do that instead of scrolling on tiktok i know for hours and hours and hours i have got to get off my phone i that's my thing this week is like i'm i have to be on instagram because that's part of my job and i need to be on instagram more for your report ad that's just add that to the fucking list of things and so i've been like putting all of my other instagrams before and making my personal instagram the last one because i'll just go in there and just like try to like erase like stress from my brain by just mindlessly scrolling and I'm just like get the fuck off of here it's just stressing you out more everyone's in Greece everyone's in Italy I'm like my favorite thing is when I'm just mindlessly scrolling on TikTok and then you see that one where it's like hold up and it's (laughs) trying to tell you that you've been scrolling for way too long and I just like get out of here get out of here I'm gonna keep going for hours one of my friends was saying that she sets a social media timer on her phone and I was like why would you do that to yourself yeah I have friends that do that too and it willpower self-control I love that for you we're not there yet I Mm -mm. I will maybe do that one day I'm working on time management as well. Like this is the year I'm trying to become my coolest self and it's We've heard. extremely taxing. How's it going? How I cool think do I'm, you feel like on a scale of one to 10? I do feel like I'm like, so 
let's imagine me as like um maybe like a box of toys Okay. And then I needed to like shake up everything. I need to just dump it out. And then we're organizing the toys right now. So right now we're kind of like pulling the pieces together. Like physically, I'm feeling great. Like mentally, we're getting there. Um, Just career wise, we're like, you know, and so we're like organizing them and then we're going to place them gently back into the box. And nothing is more fun than organization. Let me tell you. I can't wait to open that toy box and be like, what am I going to carefully choose and delicately hold instead of play with? Yeah. Well, hopefully it's like now when I need something, I know where to go for it. You now know what I mean? My scheduled time for fun is I can grab out my yeah. bop it. I mean, as an ADHD girly, I just need processes in my life and this helps like having like mental processes like I'm saying mantras over and over I'm like this is a moment in your life it's not the moment of your life you know mm-hmm. Ooh, that was deep actually it's <laughs> this is a moment in your life this moment is not your life Ooh, nice yeah so just say that over and over and over again mm-hmm. yeah so anyways. I have a similar thing um that I've always said that kind of reminds me of that sometimes I get really anxious to either do something or go somewhere. And the thing that gets me through it is, am I going to die? No, no. And that kind of has the same vibe. Yeah. I like that for you. And also another of my mantras this year, which I don't think you're supposed to share your mantras, but people do it on TikTok. I think that's when you like go somewhere and like pay for them. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But one of them is make it happen. Like we can make anything happen. Just like we're going to make, us going to Soldier Field happen. We're going to make this podcast just blowing up happen. We won't have to record on our iPhones anymore. Guys, in order for this podcast to blow up, we need more stepsisters. Please, please, please tell your friends, tell your family, anybody, your coworkers. I actually finally started talking to my coworkers about the podcast. What are their thoughts? And um, <laughs> this one person who I work with, I was like, I don't really know if you're into podcasts, but if you are, check out your poor dad. And a couple days later, she reached out to me and she said, oh my gosh, this is so funny. I was trying to listen before bed and I had to stop because I was laughing too hard. We riled her up too much? Yes. Like she could not go back to sleep. So she said, I'm going to have to listen to you during the day, not my like nighttime routine. So should we start another podcast for sleepy heads? So we could like listen to this one in the morning, listen to this one at night and we'll be boring. We should release the first time we recorded this podcast when we were all cranky and that would be very sleepy (laughs) yeah this is actually doing me a lot better um maybe because i was getting like texts from boys too oh you're just too popular well no like that's my codependency striking its ugly head rearing its ugly head Mm -hmm. it i don't think that's your normal thing i think it just is right now yeah um uh yeah Also, I would like to bring something up because I think this is what I tried to say in the puffy nipples episode when I was talking about patience. Remember when I was like patience in the journey, like not worrying too much about like where you're going, like with dating. And I was talking to my girlfriends about just like dating is like anxiety inducing sometimes, you know, there's Mm -hmm. like so many it's it's complicated. Um, And I was thinking today like don't make decisions in out of desperation. Like don't like reach out to somebody out of de- desperation. Don't try to like get a reaction from them by doing something out of desperation. And I feel like that's like some solid advice. Yeah, I, I mean that is literally the very first things I learned in therapy because <laughs> <laughs> I was that girl who was doing anything she could to get some feedback to get a response back saying you know saying whatever I could I still have a key to your apartment um (laughs) too late I sent it (laughs) that is like that impulse is so natural yeah that and it feels so uncontrollable but it is controllable Mm -hmm. you just have to you know practice and really get your head around it and you too will be okay yeah that's the thing I'm like thinking because you know I'm going through a situation right now and it makes me feel out of control and so when you're feeling out of control you want to try to control the situation but I think when I was talking in the puffy nipples episode I was like oh I'm really good (laughs) 
at being like super patient. But I think in what it really is, it's more like I'm not as impulsive. Well, to be fair, I think what you were saying is you were talking about playing, being patient while playing a game because you yeah. were saying, oh, I won't text them back. I don't need to text them back for a long time because you in that case you have the upper hand yeah and so you feel like you can be as patient as you want that's not real patience because you're playing a game right this is healthier what i'm talking about yeah now you're playing mano a mano this is like now you're playing life no i'm just like i can't i can only control what i can do at this moment and so and that is we don't need to act out of this feeling we can let the feeling pass where we it's almost like you need to like come up for air and like get your bearings about you and then you can make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Cause That's I all- try to like, I call Paige and I'm like, how do I make a boundary? <laughs> what is a boundary? <laughs> Which is- I've been to plenty of therapy where I've had to set boundaries with people. So like, it's just, you know, it's hard to, but I also think the therapy you've been to and the boundaries you had a set were very different than these dating boundaries. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I tried to set boundaries with my therapist last year who was, such a pushover I was like you should be I was like I don't we're talking about Colorado guy and I was like I'm just scared I'm gonna want him back and she's like well what would be the bad thing if you do want him back and I was like bitch my dignity did I I just not tell you that like he told me he loved me then he got a girlfriend and then he told me he made a mistake and And then then he said I should move in to get you to reflect on that she wasn't thinking oh this is the guy for you no, it was the way that it, she said it. I was like, she was like, can I have his number? She's like, this he sounds great. like a catch. <laughs> By the way, I did post, you know, that like um, TikTok trend that's going around. That's like, and he will praise you for the rest of no. the days. It's like it, it goes in the cycle and it's girls are like showing how they're dating history or like they're dating history with one certain guy. So I was like, oh, I have just the guy for this. And I went through me and the Colorado guys history and it got like a good amount of views and people were like oh my god I'm so glad this isn't me I hope this never happens to me (laughs) like wait they're like is this guy from um Denver and I was like no but close and they're like is his name Will (laughs) so I'm like who's sorry Will Will. yeah but so that was just something I thought we should I would like to bring up to the sisters because I'm I'm glad no I'm glad you're getting it off of your chest yeah because it's just part of the year of, you know. Whenever I have the similar feelings, I have a lot of feelings. And that's why I started writing in a journal. Because I would just start writing and then it would be sloppy. Because I was just sad and had to get it all out. <laughs> um, I type. And here we are. On my, I'll like put it on my um, computer and then I'll airdrop it to my phone. And then I'm like, I'm, oh, I hope to God that someday like I don't actually like find somebody and then they like are using my computer one day and they're like jade's notes and then it's like feelings 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 oh yeah i think my favorite thing about my phone is because my emotions i don't feel like i get a lot out unless i actually write it with pen and paper but if i don't have a pen and paper around i have to use the notes app and those are the and i only write the really the really big emotions on <laughs> on the notes and man i wish like my phone can you share one well the first one was that three months poem <laughs> and i it meant so much to me that i then scribe, <laughs> scribed it on my into my notebook so i could have it forever i what if there's a fire i've gotta have this poem saved yeah um I wish I could grab my phone right now and read some of the other things because the best part about it is they're not usually full thoughts. It's like as if I think I'm going to write a new song, like the next hit song. So I have just like lines, just lines that don't make sense. And it's really funny to go back and be like, man, I wonder what I was talking about or done. You know, you should start recording them like Taylor Swift does, like in voice notes. What's the one that's like? I have one that's in a voice note. Stop. Yeah, I swear to God. I have one that's in would a voice re- note. Would you share it with the sisters? I need to re-listen to it. But, okay. But, but what's that's that, a maybe. What's that viral TikTok one of Taylor who she's like, and that's the last time you never saw me. Yeah. Whatever. With the, the getaway car. Getaway car, yeah. I'm in my reputation era. I feel like she was like chaotic in her reputation era. Yeah. Is that the vibe that she was going for? 
Yeah. She it's was kind of like sticking it to the man. It's just okay. you, everybody. So just so you guys know, Paige is a major, major Swifty. And I don't know if you guys are Swifties, but like I'm a new Swifty. You're not a Swifty. Service she's, level. She's Why are you Swifty? looking at me like, I don't know. I think you're just going so deep. I don't know. Well, I just want to ask her because I always have to ask Paige like what these Taylor Swift things mean. Mm-hmm. So this is how I'm interpreting her re- reputation era. She has been just she felt like she was dragged through the mud publicly and she had just been dating and dating all these like really fabulous guys. But then everyone's saying, oh, you're Taylor Swift. You date everyone, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like she was like so raw writing reputation and she was just like, you know what? I don't give a a fuck anymore. And we're just going to do what we've got to do. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Yeah. And she's like, this is not for the best. My reputation literally has never been worse. Yeah. That's very insightful of you. Well, and that's why, you know, some of the rumors are because Taylor Swift was on track where she was releasing a new album like every two years, every two years, clockwork. And then all of a sudden, karma we didn't get it right Right. and then the next year we got reputation and it was like a completely different vibe than we were used to yeah and it was i don't think anyone knew how much we needed reputation until like right now like i don't think reputation i think it i I don't we've appreciated we didn't appreciate reputation when we got it but now we're starting to appreciate i mean i did go to the reputation tour and i very much appreciated it but um, no but i remember i just feel like overall people did not appreciate it well yeah people like me yeah um but i remember that the day she released look what you made me do you came out to california and oh really yeah and i remember we were like at that beach house that we were staying at and then we were listening to it and we're like okay that song's a bop. Huh. It is a bop. I like it, but like, I, it's not usually your Taylor vibe. Yeah, because usually I really love the country Taylor. I'm not super into like the super poppy Taylor, like like me, like Welcome to New York. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, we could go. We could talk about this. Also, the days. Um. You came out to California the day that Me was released off Lover. That was her first that. single off Lover. And we had a we had a conference call in my car talking about it. Mm-hmm. Hot take. It's one of my least favorite songs. Really? I loved it. I know you do. <laughs> that was a part of the conference call. Yeah. I was like, this Paige was is- like, finally a tailor I can get behind. And Paige was like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> like this reminds me I was just really off. sad because it was a single. And I understand why it was a single because it was catchy, but I I knew that the meat of that album was gonna be in the album, not the singles released. Yeah. But then we got Lover. I love Lover. Cruel Summer. Cruel. Oh, oh, now I didn't like Cruel Summer, but now I do. I think that's <sighs> number one song on that album. I think I know your favorite song. Fuck, Let's it's number it two. Time. You're right. Let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. Death, Death by, by a Thousand, thousand Cuts. cuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all too well on that album. Oh, okay. It's only Death one. by a Thousand Cuts is on lovers yes. oh i have so much to learn i think it's like number oh, i don't want to say what number it is okay yeah don't embarrass <laughs> Cause, yourself because i don't know for sure but i do know number six is the really sad really sad oh song. i can't I, first of all when red came out nobody told me about ronin well that was well, that's that was a new song. one. Oh, it was yeah oh okay i was like album. what the fuck i'm already like so reliving this we knew about it but but we didn't. I I wasn't expecting it to be on the album. Um, I really liked the that time of my life when Red came out. I was like really sad again because Red just kind of like got all these emotions back up in me. But like I kind of liked it. Yeah, I love whenever I the first Red. That was when me and my um, I don't think I've talked about him, Ooh. Frank. No, not Frank. Your the one before school? Frank. Yeah. Oh. Um. That's when we broke up, and we were together for a long time. So I was devastated. So I would just play Red, and I'm just driving down the streets of San Marcos in the hill country, just crying, and then can't cry too hard because I gotta watch the road. Um. <laughs> so that was great. And then, lucky for me, I am so blessed because <laughs> when the re when the Taylor's version came out. I was still really sad from another breakup. Yeah. So of 
what are peter peter peter, peter. peter. yeah m- me and peter broke up and it was perfect timing oh yeah that was like really all too well felt so much like my story like i just she knows us all too well and then babe better man no better man is legit my story like why can't you just be a better man i wish you were a better man i wish you were a better man like you made me what did she say something like i could love you i don't know yeah like like (laughs) i don't know the words to anything is this the taylor swift podcast now Oh, I'm sorry. It could be. I just feel like some of the guys. Girlies- if you want to us to talk about Taylor Swift, um, maybe we could get a Patreon. Would you be interested in yeah. that? Let us know. We'll take a poll later. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I just feel like if I'm into Taylor Swift, like the like, imagine who else is because like I wasn't a Taylor Swift girly. I think she's gotten a lot of new fans. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. With Red re-release, re-release. <laughs> <laughs> oh god fuck the patriarchy okay um keychain on the ground yeah we were always giving time. we were literally always giving time okay so what's going on with you guys oh i thought we were just gonna keep on uh, talking that keep on keeping on oh oh until one of us didn't know the words or something that could be on the patreon oh yes and jade will lose every time she yeah. will lose every single time. You could give me Britney Spears songs Unless and I'd it's lose. Rodeo. Oh, his eyes were cold and restless. His okay. wounds had almost healed. She could have a Texas just to... Oh, she lost. <laughs> she lost. We'll call that section the Lyricisters. Um, the Lyricists. Okay. The Lyricisters. Breaking news. Breaking news. Guys. Guys. This just in. We have a Bears update. Oh, okay. my God. So, it'll be short and sweet. <laughs> Better than it was the last time I tried it, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. I'm excited to see what you come up with this time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, the Bears are in training camp. So, I thought you guys all needed to know these 11 takeaways after their second padded practice during their training camp. I've okay? been so upset that I haven't been able to I know, to keep I've been wondering about their padded practice. No, I know. We all have, but now we're all going to know. Right. So, the offense, which... Oh, I can't. I'm already <laughs> nervous. <laughs> okay. The offense was much better on Wednesday than their brutal showing on Tuesday. Okay. So what to that, hear it. What that tells me is... We're getting better. We are day improving by day. By by day. day. <laughs> this is what practice is for, you right. know? Improvement. Improvement. So then Justin Fields was reflecting on the first week of practice. What is And say? when he was asked what areas he feels the offense, the, the, the offense, <laughs> not offensive line, the offense needs to improve upon, guess what he said? Me? Nothing. He said everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we love an honest king. Is he our quarterback? Yes. He's our quarter queen. So that is um, a little more than concerning. But hey, (laughs) that is what practice is for because we're going to get there. Okay. So they are just breaking down the offensive line. And this O-line is a work in progress, guys. And they continue to shuffle around people, which again, that's a little (laughs) scary. (laughs) It's a little scary. Like, uh-oh. Moving in uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like, oh, got. Try this. Yeah, no, no, try this. <laughs> okay, let's go back to that, but then we go out. Okay. So it's really interesting. Okay. Um, I apologize if I'm, uh, I'm going to say this name wrong, but Tevin? <laughs> Tevin Jenkins' absence is injury-related, okay? Okay. So the O-tackle has missed six practices, and it was a little up in the air about the reason why, um, but... It has been confirmed. It is an injury, so we hope that he gets better. But you know, at least he's not like prayers. You know, dead. Like, okay, I didn't think he was gonna be dead. I was thinking like traded. I was thinking like traded. Six practices is a lot. No, he's alive. Okay, again, apologies on this name. Ooh. Okay. Okay. A quantum. Oh no. Aquanimius. Aquanimius St. Brown is emerging as a weapon for Justin Fields. So he is an under-the-radar player. 
Um, but he could wind up having a big impact on our offense. So Great. that's love great. to hear we, it. That's one that is, positive. That is a positive. Hear it. He was probably one of those moving pieces that they were like moving in. Let's try this. And it's working. Put Aquanimous in. But Aquanimous. 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 But Fields and Darnell Mooney remain the best mm. connection in camp. Okay. And um, so he is Fields' top weapon. Okay. So we great. love that they are good together. Uh-huh. Um, but Justin Jones feels better suited in the Bears' defense. Um, he said Can that he... Can bop around like that? I guess. He <laughs> said that he enjoys playing the three technique because it puts him in a better position to use his skill set. And apparently... From what they said, um, he could have sacked Justin Fields a lot because that's his position, but like they're in practice, so he's not supposed to sack their quarterback. But that means we should get a lot of sacks from him with other quarterbacks. So, yeah. fingers or, crossed. Maybe that says or, something bad about our O line. <laughs> or, <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're shuffling people around. No one knows what they're doing yet. So, right. okay. You know what, guys? Also, Joe Thomas made a name for himself. Bears veteran Thomas was among the sta- the standouts on Wednesday where he made some strong plays against the starting offense. So promising. Good. Great. Uh, David Moore is also someone to keep an eye on. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, he had some impressive catches. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, the Bears starters will play in the preseason opener against the Chiefs. So the Bears play their first preseason game in just 10 days. Holy shit. I know. And... The starters that they have switching up and everything, that's that's who's gonna be there. And then last but not least, oh attendance. Um <laughs> it's really been hit or miss from a lot of players. Like they're not showing so, up to practice. Yeah, for well, one reason or another, injuries, death, I don't know. But um I think what we what this means is we need to stay tuned. The only way we will figure out what happens is if we get to Soldier Field. Well, right. And here's the thing that the Bears do have on their hands because clearly, us. right, their secret weapon really is us connecting um, their team in their situation with the audience. And they right. need people like us because, I mean, they have all these like guys who know all these words about football and they know all the rules and stuff. But like, yeah. who's connecting the Bears with the Gen Z and the millennial audience? Us. Us. And especially the girls, like there's so many girls that love the bears, but like, don't know everything. And they, we need to be the translators. You, okay. That brings me to my next thing. Should we do a, your poor dad fantasy league? Because if so, we have to have our picks submitted by September 8th. Okay. That gives me time. Let me just, that's like a month. Okay. But I'm getting a boob job, so I don't know what so September what, 8th Jade. A lot of downtime. So, yeah, what else do you have to do besides look at your fucking roster? Okay, let me just consult boob job Jade, and I'll let you know. Okay. okay. Anyways, I thank really you for think that you guys page. needed that update. Also, um, I've been seeing you guys comment on the Bears um, Instagram, and keep doing that. That was amazing. I didn't know. My coworker said that she went to the hel- the Bears helmet post to see, and then she said she saw a bunch of people just tagging your poor dad pod, your Wait, poor dad pod. Let's your tell them the pod. next. Let's tell them. Okay, whatever Instagram post that the Bears post on Monday. No, we let's just say the whatever Instagram post the Bears post we'll on repost Monday. It. We'll repost it and we'll put it on our Instagram stories and you guys just comment the shit out of it. Your poor dad. 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 Anyways, right. I feel much better getting that off my chest. Me too. Um, and so you guys actually ha- wrote in a lot of friendship breakup stories from last week. And by the way, we do know that our video cut out at listener questions, but that's because we record on listener our stories. No one's asking questions. Oh yeah. Um, it's because we record on our iPhone and for whatever reason, me and Bailey's iPhone decided to just like take a shit last week. And thank you for that. Um, <laughs> and so hopefully that doesn't happen this week. It's looking good so far. We have a redundant so solution. Far. Um, so should I go? Yeah. Bailey. What? I feel like, you haven't talked a lot, so I'm glad you're about to read. <laughs> oh, here I go. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I've like... Um, you went from cur- not wanting to speak at all to where I was feeling really weird about it, and then all of a sudden, as soon as we started this one, you just wouldn't stop. Okay, well, I bogarted. Is that what it is? I bogarted it? Bailey? I have no idea what you're saying. I bogarted the conversation. That's I don't not know a word. Means. Where does okay. that come from? Mr. Bogard? 
Humphrey Violet Beauregard. No. Beauregard? Um, Violet. Anyways. You're okay. turning Violet. Well, I'm glad that I like know how to get myself out of a funk because I need to do that. Yeah. So. So do you know what you did? I just started talking. Oh, okay. You bogarted it. I bogarted it. Here I go. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hi, sisters. Hi. Hi. Ew, not in a weird way. Not in a weird nun way. Pardon me. Oh. You know what? Let me start that over. She deserves this. <laughs> Hi, sisters. Hi. Ew. I'll do it a third time. <laughs> okay. Hi, sisters. Ew, not in a weird nun way. I listen to your podcast and I'm obsessed. I'm an only child, so I need three sisters to talk shit with. Nun sisters. Now I get it. We're here for you. I have the craziest dating story. Please share with the world. Hell yeah. MTV actually wanted to pick this up for a ghosted, but my ghost wouldn't agree to the show. My Shocker. Of course. I never heard of that MTV show. Probably because they didn't get the green light on this story and they thought we have no show. This must be it. The year is 2018. Ah, yes. My divorce year. Good year. A good vintage. (laughs) I was still with Tyson that year. (laughs) I get it. I get a DM on Instagram from a guy who I went to high school with. I graduated in 2007. I didn't know him, but I knew his older brother. This guy was three years younger than I am. Cougar growl. He DM'd me asking if I went to the homecoming game. Why didn't you growl? I was like wondering if you were going to. You're just like a sick cougar. I am becoming a sick cougar every day that passes by. Okay, go on. Continue. He, he DM'd me asking if I went to the homecoming game. Very innocent, non-creepy vibes. We love. He asked me on a date and me scheduled for a week later. In that week leading up, we texted and FaceTime. He told me I was his high school crush and he used to watch me cheer at games from the stands. Parentheses. This will be important later. A week goes by and we have our date. He picks me up when we go to dinner and drinks and have the best time ever. Talking, laughing, playing people watching games. On our way home, this is about 10 p.m., and he pulls into our old high school parking lot. Now, this is where you're like, okay, you're getting murdered. Looking back, probably a fair response. He took me up to the field. It was dark out, but the lights were on with a light drizzle. He walks out to the middle of the field and has a poster asking me to be his girlfriend. Oh, wait. (gasps) Is this their first date? Yes. She didn't know this guy. Serial killer. Um... He gives us a full speech about me being his high school dream girl, and I am swooning. Oh, no. I'm cringing writing this, but at the time, I had never had a grand gesture done for me before. And so it was, sounds like something from a movie that everyone, like, well, sees. This is the fucking problem with movies. Well, we should... I never had a grand gesture done for me before, so it was very Disney Channel romantic. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. you that. know who would do this? Justin Timberlake in a Disney movie. Uh, model behavior oh look it up okay. it's been a, wiped a, from the internet that was a good movie i was yeah. thinking like um high school musical zach i was thinking zach efron that's high school past musical my too. days pastor prime um our relationship took off and we were sickly happy yuck we cooked dinners every week hung out with our families spent holidays together and were officially apartment hunting <gasps> how long we don't know one week <laughs> i'm just kidding but then we booked the trip. Oh, no. The trip of a lifetime to Paris and Switzerland. Flights were booked. Hotels were booked. Dinners were reserved and outfits were selected. Everyone thought he was going to propose, including me. We were leaving March 1st. Exactly a week to the day before we were leaving, February 22nd, I'm at work and I haven't heard from him yet. Now, this is weird because that man did not miss a good morning text every single day of our relationship. Mm. This was my first healthy relationship, so I wasn't nervous. So I texted him, figuring maybe he slept in. I text him, text turns green. Weird. Maybe his phone died. Old habits kick in. I go to Facebook, blocked. Old habits. Instagram, (laughs) blocked. Pre-Snapchat, blocked what venmo i call him blocked zillow oh yeah venmo <laughs> zillow linkedin <laughs> a week before our non-refundable trip and he totally goes full ghost and to this day i've never heard from him or found out why it happened 
what a sociopath yes he is still alive his family lives literally five minutes from me and he's posted on linkedin and shit since then <laughs> see linkedin. So LinkedIn. linkedin for the win he forgot linkedin also, everyone does i never in- forget linkedin <laughs> Also, keep in mind, I have known his entire family my whole life. I went to kindergarten with his brother. I reached out to his sister, brother, and mom, who all read my messages and Whoa. never responded. A family of sociopaths. If that was my son, I would bust his butt, <laughs> as they say he in the South. had to have gotten someone pregnant or something. Like, I don't know. Something. Or, is he in prison? <gasps> is he in prison? I don't know. We well, don't know. What, let's send, think about give, what. Send us a follow up um, of where you live, and I'll do some research. Yeah, can you actually send us his name? Yeah, his real name. I will dig. and his address, the last known address he has. I've been known what is he to find on LinkedIn from prison. Maybe he's finally working in the library. Well, he didn't go to prison for his whole life. Maybe, Maybe he's getting a, a lot of valuable skills. He wants to. The only, update. the only thing I can think is that maybe he has like a flesh eating disease and he doesn't want to he can't go to paris with a flesh eating disease is he still dying because like i just feel like there had to be something that happened like that he felt like he couldn't get he couldn't face her so if he had cheated one time and he felt really guilty about it but it was never gonna you know, it was never going to happen again. So it was going to be okay. And then, oh my gosh, that girl got pregnant and she shows up on the doorstep with the baby. Yeah. Blocked, I guess. I don't, I don't freaking know. That's insane. I bet he was like, probably like, couldn't afford to go to Paris, but already paid. So did you still go to Paris? Oh, I would love to know. Yeah. Follow up Because the other thing is if all of your tickets and everything were non-refundable, I wonder if you each paid for things separately or if like maybe you paid for flights and like he and paid for just hotel. Go. Like and if you we were able to up. just go. Please give us a follow up. We that need is a follow insane. Up on how like you must know something that what is going she, on. Man, you know, No, you can know. I would, I would still be in therapy. <laughs> I would still be in therapy. I'd be like it's, <laughs> would be it's day 532 and I still have no idea Dude, what the fuck happened. Can you imagine if Peter ghosted you like that? <gasps> if he, Peter would never. so many siblings Peter would you never, could reach out to. You know who would do that though? Colorado. Colorado. Colorado has actually ghosted me he asked me to move in with him in 2020 and ghosted he me. basically ghosted you when you were in colorado he Pretty left much. his home he literally left his home and he was like just lock up when you leave that was may 2021 and you said yeah that's i was just like, here for a quick visit anyways um, the next level of a ghost that's like a fan demon a demon no he's a demon yeah but he has ghosted me so many times like remember that one time you guys were in town and yes. <laughs> we were in venice beach Yes. And then he, I was supposed to go to visit him that next week and the flight had been booked for a month and a half. And I said, Hey, so am I still going out there? Just checking in, just checking. Am I still going out there? And like, we weren't serious at this point. So like, there was really no reason for him to not like, we didn't need to be talking every day, but like, we just had like a good, you know, friendly relationship or so I thought. And he was like, no, um, actually, you know, it's actually not going to be a good time. And I was like, when the fuck were you going to say this? Because if I didn't say anything, when would we have known? And then COVID hit. And when then you showed up, he got depressed. And then he started reaching out to me. And then here we go. Back on the road, road, road. Okay. Sorry. Tetherball. Tetherball. <laughs> That's the tetherball. That is the tetherball. Oh, he was a tetherball. Because the tetherball, it's stuck it's stuck there you can't get away it's not a boomerang because it never leaves the boomerang is guys you know what it's the fun version of a ball and chain because it's not heavy it's like yeah a ball and chain is like you're dragging it around it's like oh no this we're still having fun he's just coming back i feel like i I feel like a tether no a tether ball is like the sports version of insanity it's just like (laughs) ding ding (laughs) <laughs> tetherball is the sports version of insanity it's like i keep hitting this ball thinking it's gonna go somewhere and i just keep getting brown tighter coming back i don't yeah. know what's happening yeah yeah good times um 
Good times. Yeah, please give us a follow-up on that story. Yeah, and send us your tetherball stories. Send us your worst tetherball story yeah. to make me feel better about my tetherball. Where you have the same person that keeps just coming back, back and back, coming back and back and back. I could detail back. all... I've had three canceled flights because of Colorado that I don't think I've told anyone <laughs> <laughs> not multiple Me. times i've bought a plane ticket and and you're like oh it's just it's southwest I and he's canceled like, for free and he's like oh i don't know if i should say this. i like, did oh, I forget to tell you i have a girlfriend now well that's that was don't um, cancel yet because i might not have one by the time the flight comes around that was um august 2020 right after i'd come out mm. to visit him and he was like so do you see yourself moving in with me and i was like yes and then he ghosted me and then I heard from him like a few weeks later and he's like, sorry, um, I've been talking to this girl. And I was like, oh, um, that would have been nice to know when you were asking me to move in with you. Then he told me he loved me and then it was just like a whole thing. And then you were like, really? And I was like, oh, you do? And then he was like, yeah, of course I do. We, let's figure this out. And then he was like, oh, by the way, I got a girlfriend again. And I was like, you haven't had a girlfriend your entire life you yet. Know I think he like misunderstood like about hoes and Insanity. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think he misunderstood what hoes in different area codes means. He thought it was like housewives. Who? Housewives. You know? I don't. H-O. I got you. Housewives. Housewives. He's like, why would, I, why would I stop a good thing? Right. Have your cake and eat it too. I guess. All right. After All right. you. Hello to my favorite stepsisters ever. Hi. I know Bailey loves a good word doc, so here's a belated submission. Oh my god, yeah. we love a compliant queen. Um, sorry to this queen, but I am going to cut out a lot of okay. what she said. Um, pretty much, she went to like Catholic school, so she was with like all the same people from like kindergarten to twelfth grade. Okay, and she like became friends with this girl, Sarah. 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 And they were best friends. They were really close. Went on family trips together. Did all the stuff. However, by the time we got to junior high, I started to feel suffocated by her friendship. She was almost like a leech. Ooh. Yeah. No one ever wants to describe a friendship as, oh, this is my friend. She feels kind of like a leech. I call her leech. <laughs> <laughs> the She's even suffocating me, like, physically and mentally. They're superlative, like... Their high school or their like yearbook thing was best friends. Yikes. And our listener who wrote in said that that was like mortifying. And she was like, I want to separate. She's a leech. She's like, this is going to be in the yearbook for the rest of our lives. Of the many stories that stick out in my mind, I always come back to this one. We were both overweight at the start of high school, but my mom and I started Weight Watchers, TM. When I was 14, I also went out for the basketball team, so I lost a noticeable amount of weight and was in really good shape by the time we had to run a timed mile. I wonder if you were on A team and if you were good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was on C team. <laughs> I don't think she realized this, and obviously I beat her mile time by a lot. After the fact, she accused me of trying to make her look bad. She wasn't even on my mind at all. I was just trying to prove to myself that I could do it. Oh, my God. I'm probably really proud of yourself. Yeah. That's so cute. But our listener was very, very happy that Sarah was in basketball because it never infringed on her time. Yeah, because yeah. then she finally had some peace. And time to breathe. She's been suffocated. Well, and every time that our listener made a friend, Sarah was their friend. Like, there was no escape and so when they were applying for colleges, she was like, oh, even no. if I get into the school that I want to get into, if, if she Sarah goes, gets in, I'm not going. You're going to have to do like a quick, like change of pivot. Pace. Yeah. Without telling anybody. Oop, I also got into this one. Yeah. Um, so they go to different schools, different colleges. And this is where our listener becomes a bit of the villain. Uh-oh. Mind you, just Sarah's been a it. leech. Yeah, just read I it. I cut out so much. I'm trying to fill in the context. Okay. okay. This is where I become a bit of the villain, but I'm very self-aware with 10 years of hindsight. Sometime during the summer, or maybe shortly after we started college, I decided the only way to cut Sarah out of my life would be to block her on Facebook. It made sense to my 18-year-old brain, okay? I blocked Sarah, her parents, siblings, aunts, <laughs> uncles, and grandparents, too. Wait, is Sarah our last... 
Ryder? These are fake names. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 I don't listen to her podcast. I don't know. (laughs) But I felt bad a day or two. I felt bad after a day or two and unblocked everyone. Of course, Sarah noticed and slides into my DMs and asks point blank if I blocked her. I don't know what I said. Uh oh. Greetings. Greetings. Hello, sticks. Stickies. Stickies in the house. We had more people request your presence so i think we're gonna have to nail down some time to get you on the pod yeah really yeah Yeah. are you flattered (laughs) i'm flattered i'm speechless yeah i felt bad after a day or two and unblocked everyone of course sarah noticed and slides into my dms and asked point blank if i blocked her i don't know what i said but i played it off like it was an accident blocking every family member yeah oops I don't know how it happened. Oops, I just accidentally I hit a bunch of buttons. Blocked this whole family. It seemed believable to me. Shortly after that, Sarah unfriended me and eventually blocked me on every other platform I had and would make after that. It was a shitty way out, but honestly, I'm glad I did it. Why? I'm not done yet, sisters. Almost. Oh, no. But not quite. Uh-oh. So I stalk Sarah on social media annually to see if I'm blocked. Nice. Usually I am. Plus, I mean, I still care about her well-being, even though I'm glad we aren't friends anymore and wouldn't change anything. During this year's annual Sarah stalking, one of her inactive Twitters was public after years of being private. I had years of catching up to do, and I came across a tweet about her sister's high school graduation, which I also attended because my younger sister was in the same graduating class. I saw Sarah there, but she walked right past me and didn't say anything, but I know she saw me. The day after she tweeted about the graduation, she tweeted verbatim, quote, I saw my ex for the first time in like six years yesterday, and she got (laughs) fatter, and she got fatter, which made me feel better because I also got fatter. She thought that they were in a relationship. Well, yeah. My ex? my ex she did not know she was in a relationship with sarah oh no well okay i'll go on i can say with 99.999 percent certainty that that tweet was about me because the last time i saw her in person was like six years prior she came into my work and i rang her up she also never dated anyone when we were in school which obviously doesn't prove anything but is noteworthy to mention um so the parts that I cut out of this to have a big reveal was that she was like, she kept getting vibes. You know, Sarah was a leech. And she was like, why, why does she think we're dating? Like, why does she care so much that I ran the mile faster than her, that I did all this? She was like, we're not dating. Why do you care? But she did think she that they were cared. dating. She did think they were dating. And oh she wrote, rewrote it that they were dating the whole time. Oh no. But also, um, this person signs off and she says, not trying to assume you'll use this in a future episode, but if you do, my name is not beep. My name is Mary Kate or something. Okay. So we'll call her Mary Kate. MK. MK. Wow. That is wild. That she, that they, that the whole time they were friends, they were in two completely different Relationship. relationships yeah one of them thought they were in a friendship the other one thought they were in a like a dating relationship and that wouldn't make sense because in high school you don't really like if you're like a freshman and you're really like in that space you might get very confused because you're not really like hooking up no but the only thing that i will say is like even like in middle school no, in like early high kiss. school when i would date people and there was no like physical piece to it. All of that was still like a, Oh, we're dating now. Like it was, it was always well, like a to do with like a talk about like, Oh, this is like, we are now a couple. We got to hear from this other girl, Sarah, mm-hmm. Sarah, Sarah call right us. In. All right. Next one. That's Maybe. Awkward. Yeah, I think that's like a heteronormative thing, though, too, of defining the relationship. You think so? When you're not out and don't know what's happening. 
I feel like lesbians like to move fast. But they call them U-Hauls. She wasn't out yet. She but was she's in high school. Inher- inherently a lesbian. But wouldn't you but still she wasn't out yet? But whether it's and this is where this is where support. I could be wrong, but I would think no matter who you're dating, you would define that. Like I wouldn't just I wouldn't just assume that I'm still dating Peter because we're not. You, you know could that in mean. your head. Like that but, would be odd. Like there has to be no matter who it is, whether it's like a girl and girl, him. boy and boy, boy girl, whatever. Tr- yeah. Anyone. It's like you know we're dating, right? Like we both are in on she this. She was really young. Yeah. yeah. And I call people my ex that I never said was my boyfriend. And so Sarah, See, you probably hooked up with them. Maybe. But Sarah identifies Mary Kate as her ex. Okay. Maybe she's okay. If somebody was calling me their ex and like we never but had a what, romantic but relationship, what if she I'd just like, shortened what if she said ex when she meant ex best friend and she was like, Oh, that's too, too it's Twitter. Too many characters. X B F. Mm. All right. I don't know. That's wild. Okay. On to the Let's next. Let's do one more. One more. How many well, did you want to do? We've already more? done an hour. We're well over well, an hour. Okay. Um, okay. So I know you changed the topic, but Jay did say embarrassing school stories. So I have one. Yes. Alamo. I gave a presentation on the Alamo. <laughs> Remember it. The teacher was questioning me about the movie and he was and he was like the movie remember the blank wanted me to finish it and I dead ass said Titan <laughs> <laughs> I'm still haunted by this memory from sophomore year of high school and I'm 26 now love that's you hilarious. bye wait do another one that's really that's funny, funny. Well, that's that would, the one I wanted to end on that would be me that would be you that's such a page move. remember the Titans <laughs> oh no Gotta get the answer right. Um, hi, sisters. Love hi. the podcast. Thank you. I was single, 22, and leaving to dorm on campus for the first time. At orientation, I met this girl, and we clicked instantly. Red flag. We decided to dorm in a single room together and spent the entire summer leading up to a new semester getting to know one another and eventually became best friends. Oh. I told her about my best guy friend of five years who I thought I was falling for at the time. Oh, no. And she told me about her boyfriend of three years and how they're doing long distance. Fast forward, living in the college life, going to bars and meeting boys. Quite a few times, I had a knock on our, do- our, on our dorm door before entering because she'd have casual hookups while I'd be in class. Ooh. No well, judgment, though. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. Around this time... Around this time, my best guy friend wanted to come and visit me on campus, so we set a date to have him spend the night. At first, she said she'd leave and go to her parents' house so I could make my move. But then last minute, her plans changed and she ended up staying. I didn't think anything of it because she's my friend. She has a serious boyfriend and also a few guys at school she was seeing. Uh Uh-uh, we know where this is going. Plus, she knew how I felt about this guy and constantly encouraged me to tell him my feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The first night he was there, I had to go to sleep early because I had an exam at 8 a.m. So the two of them decided to stay awake and play Mario Kart. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Of course. Mario Kart. The room was set up with two beds, two desks, two closets, etc. Very small for one room. From midnight, midnight. From midnight, 6 to midnight. From midnight, <laughs> from midnight to about 7 a.m., I heard them messing around. And in the middle of it, she says, let's not tell my name about this what devastated i laid there crying with my hand over my mouth waiting for them to be done so that i could leave oh no i grabbed a handful of clothes to shove in my bag i took my exam and left campus without speaking to either of them oh my god what a bitch and then she ends it there is a part two a few girlies fuck yeah are you kidding me are you like, I'm on the edge of my me? seat. I need Wait, a part two. First of all, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. And <laughs> if if we were doing this when that happened, I need names. I'm gonna drive <laughs> down to your school and I'm gonna rip. I'm gonna grab her by her ear and rip her out of her dorm room and give her a stern talking, talking to. to. Because fuck that. Are you kidding me? And Who does that. That's sociopathic. You were. In, first of all, 
You're in the same room. First of all, it shouldn't have happened no matter what. You were in the same room and you heard it and you were just Oh crying. no, I want to give her the biggest hug. That is I, like I need to know where you Pittsville. live. I need to know. We need to be friends. My we heart. Need to send her yeah. the vinyl red album. <laughs> I need the vinyl red album. <laughs> I do too. I need it playing in my head at all times. Oh my no, God. You know, it okay, was like please. a stage whisper. Don't tell Jade. Oh, that would kill my out. soul. That's literally, I had a friend that did that shit all the time. Every guy I liked in high school, she would find a way to flirt with. And it's just like, that does something to you be- before your frontal lobe has been formed, you yeah. know? Because it just like makes you think that it's you, but it's not you. But also, you know that there's something wrong with that person before their frontal lobe was formed too. Yeah, they have being to a have dumb bitch. Every person have a serious boyfriend and a couple side pieces and she's a whole ass like you know you get like the variety like chicken wing bucket and you get all the pieces of meat she needs every single one yeah like i only like the drumsticks and Mm -hmm. she's wanting a piece of the wing and the thigh she doesn't even just get the wing she gets the one that's attached to the thigh you know the big one (sighs) with like nobody needs that much meat like you you're good with the flats and the wings she needs that much meat Jesus. Well, I'm so sorry. We need to hear the part yep. two and and we need to know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad for you. I need to somehow make this and right. And like how long ago was this? Yeah. Cuz we I hope you've like recovered because that mm-hmm. would really do a number. That on would me. fuck me up. And also like so you kept continuing to have to live with her unless you got out of there like right away. No, they pr- that's probably where part 2 comes in. <laughs> oh my god. We need, we need the rest of this story. I know. Literally, some girls, and guys too, but like, I think more so in high school, like, girls can be so evil to one another in that way, where it's like, there's no regard for like the other person. It's just like, they're like acting like a guy gives me attention. I must hook up with him. Yeah. Because girls are taught that like male validation is everything yeah and it's like it hurts so much i think in high school specifically it's like the frontal lobe is not formed and so it's like you are the only person this is the thing that's gonna make me survive Mm -hmm. so like guys are like i'm a jock i'm gonna do this and girls are like i'm gonna be with the jock i'm gonna do whatever so it's not even like it's like king of the hill where you have to like drown the other person so you can be the one to survive (laughs) like there's no Oh my god, it's not like in Titanic where Rose could have moved over and let Jack she on the door. Have, It'd be like if Rose dunked Jack. Which she yeah, pretty much did. She did. I mean, she like released his hands. She was like, bye. No, it'd be like if, you know that one guy who, it was like women and children only in the lifeboat and the guy was like, well, I'm not moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, in my high school, like if we're talking about my high school experience in the Titanic, I would be like the one in the water still thinking they were like living until I just died. Like Jack. No. Yeah. Like everyone else probably did too. Oh, okay. I mean, everyone that was, that was in the water was thinking they were alive until they died. Until they died. <laughs> I think Jade definitely got on a lifeboat. High yeah, school you're right. Yeah, you were. Maybe I wasn't on a lifeboat, but the- I was on a door. I'm definitely so getting in a lifeboat, and I'm like, because Bailey and I went to high school at the same time. I'm like grabbing Bailey by the Bailey's arm, sitting on your lap, and I'm like <laughs> dragging her, and I'm like, we're getting. And Bailey's like, no, that one's full, and I'm like throwing her uh, as it's like being like anchored down, tossing her into the boat, and Bailey's like, wait, Paige, you have to come too, and then I'm finally like making my way to the boat, but I probably have to like swim there to get there. Yeah, yeah. you know. Okay. Well, that was great. I think this was ended up being a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Um, don't forget to share this episode with all of your friends comment on the bears picture send us um, your what are we doing next week yeah what story should what type of what topic should we do next week I like the high school blunders one of when yeah like high the, school, I think school blunders would be super funny and then if yeah. you have any school questions or like you need advice we're here to help you okay. as your sisters so let's make it a school theme for back to school yeah back to school and you guys can write in at yourpoordad at gmail.com. And like Jade said, we need more stepsisters. So tell everyone about us, your poor dad pod on Instagram and TikTok. And send them the link to Spotify or Apple. And maybe that's your guys' homework this week. You have two pieces of homework. 
you have homework and it needs to be completed before you start listening to the next episode. Right. And we're easy graders, so we're not going to like basically be afraid. Grade. It is Bailey, participation right. grade. It is yeah. a participation yeah. grade. Just do it. You get an easy A. Right. Well, thank you guys so much. All right. Goodbye. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.